And we got to thank God each and every minute of every day. What's up, people? What's going on? You have once again entered the realm of the Everyday Norm Podcast. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to thank everyone for tuning into today's show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, everyone? This is the Everyday Norm Podcast with your host, Big Norm, a.k.a. Norm Dizzle, a.k.a. Chef Boyar Norm. I want to thank everyone for joining the podcast today. How has your day been? Um, I've had an eventful day. Uh, today, I'm actually uh, off today from work. And uh, I had a few time, a little time to get some things taken care of. Um, but uh, I've had a good day back at home at my house studios outside of Atlanta. Um, had a very good day, got some rest. Uh, so it's a very, very good day. Now, you can find the Everyday Norm podcast on Facebook and also Twitter. You can also find the Everyday Norm podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker. Cashbox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So we want to thank all of those streaming apps for airing the Everyday Norm podcast. People, uh, also please don't I don't want to forget. Please check out uh, my YouTube page, Big Norm's World. Okay, Big Norm's World. Check out my YouTube page, the gaming channel. Uh, I've done videos on DC Universal Line, Jump Force. Uh, I've done Everyday Norm Show, which will be coming back real, real soon. Stay tuned for that. Um, uh, I will let you know when exactly I'll have a new episode for that um, as well. Also, please like the Everyday Norm page on Facebook. Like, drop a comment, tell a friend about the Everyday Norm podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I want to say thank you. Welcome to Big Norm's World. Welcome to the Big Norm Nation Thank you, thank you so much for giving me just a few minutes of your time each and every week. It is truly, truly uh, an honor and a pleasure. And I hope you continue to listen and support the Everyday Norm Podcast. All right? Now, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get straight into it. Um, As you all know, and I have a brief story to tell you, uh, everybody's been going crazy over this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Uh, it has taken the world by, well, taken the country by storm. So I'm going to give you a quick, uh, quick story. Um, as you notice, the the sandwich uh, has been very, very popular, and this whole thing started with this chicken sandwich at Popeye's. Uh, people who tried it, <coughs> excuse me, uh, liked it so much they began to go on social media. And say that this chicken sandwich was so good that it was just as good, if not better, or even better than Chick-fil-A. Now, to make a statement like that is very, very serious. So, what do people do? If this bird, this sandwich, because I've heard, never heard anyone else say that about another sandwich, a chicken sandwich, that was just as good, if not better, than Chick-fil-A. So, people go start going, trying it, liking it, telling people, and um, the rest... Is history has taken a life of its own to where now uh, at that time um, there were uh, dine-in lines out of the building. The drive-through 
was uh, wrapped or the guards were wrapped around the building. Everyone from sunup to sundown was trying to get a chicken sandwich or two or three. And they had the regular and they had the spicy. Now, last week, uh, for those who follow me on Facebook and uh, YouTube, I did a video. Um, I did a video at uh, Popeye's. I was actually driving one day. I, as you all know, I do Lyft and I do Uber. And I was heading home. I had just finished uh, driving that day. And uh, I didn't want to get anything heavy on my stomach because I was going to go home and cook dinner. So what I did, you know what? I'll stop by Popeye's and get something. Uh, get some fries or something like that. So I stopped in Popeye's. The line was already wrapped around the building, people, when I pulled in. When I pulled in, I said, I'm not waiting for drive through for some fries. I went into the dine, dining area. Dining area, it was about maybe 10 minutes or so before my order was even taken because they're waiting on chicken. Not to mention the, that particular Chipapas, uh I think they're on the staff because they have a now hiring sign posted. So I get to the line. Now, everybody in front of me and everyone behind me is uh, ordering the chicken sandwich. All I wanted was some fries and something to drink. So I get to the uh, desk. I place my order. I think he was so happy that I just ordered fries and a drink that he actually gave me more fries and upside my drink. And as I left, as I was, as I was waiting, a, a customer, a white lady, was asking, uh, do you all have any more of the chicken sandwiches? And the guy responded, we have plenty just as long as no one orders two. So you heard a big sigh of relief from the people that were waiting to uh, have their order taken. But me, I just got my fries and I had my drink and I went home. Now, I had the opportunity to get the chicken sandwich then. But because I was cooking dinner at home, I chose not to get it. But it uh, it brought a lot um uh, it brought a lot. It got me to thinking about the money, our money, and what we spend. Because that week, uh, people, Popeyes reportedly made $23 million in free advertisement just from word of mouth from people like you and me telling other people, hey, you have to try this chicken. Free advertisement, people. $23 million in one week from free advertisement. So now the chicken sandwiches reportedly sold out everywhere and uh, it met it exceeded uh, its sellout deadline. I think maybe the end of September. So as of right now, the chicken sandwich is gone. Kind of like the uh, McRib from McDonald's. And uh, I'm pretty sure this chicken sandwich will be back um, probably somewhere around the holidays or something like that. Um, but we shall see. But it got me to thinking. You know, um, people, you know, we spend our money. We can spend on some crazy things. I just, it got to the point, it got to the point, and it was all funny games to me until I saw people um, literally fighting in line for a chicken sandwich. And I was really surprised and disappointed because people were upset either they was ordering too many sandwiches or the store just simply ran out it got so bad to where associates were passing out because they've never been worked this much before remember Popeye normally isn't uh, uh this busy as it was 
throughout the week throughout the week from the time they open to the time they close around here where i live popeyes normally starts really picking up business towards the afternoon uh of the evening especially on the weekends but this thing really got me because it for me it wasn't that serious people standing in line for a chicken sandwich hey people have we forgotten that uh, we can go to the store and we can buy a family pack of chicken breast, boneless chicken breast. We can take it home, take it out the package, season it, cook it, and we can have multiple chicken sandwiches. Uh, we can put the seasoning that we want on it. We know what's in it and we can all uh, have a good, nice chicken sandwich. Um, but to sit there and fight and, 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 it would, and the fact that really bothered me is that it was black folks. I'm going to just say it. It was black folks that were on social media fighting, cursing, fussing over a simple chicken sandwich. And it got me to thinking about Popeye's and our and our and our dollars that we spent. Now, Popeye's as far as I won't say Popeye's did anything wrong, but what pop what people don't realize about Popeye's, Popeye's is owned by a white lady. Okay? Popeye's was founded by a white man named Al Copeland. But what Popeye's does is they cater to the black community how look at the spokesperson that we see on these commercials the young lady uh who says she's hand cooked this and so forth uh i don't know what name she goes by on the commercials uh the the way the commercials are set up louisiana fast you know uh, the creole uh type uh, uh advertisement to draw in uh black con- uh black customers um but you don't see Popeyes uh in white neighborhoods, people. Uh you don't see that in white neighborhoods. And it got me to thinking how markets uh particularly strategize uh strategize, if you want to call that a word, uh plan as far as uh getting uh ratings or getting sales, how they target black people uh to get uh black people to give them their business now um i'm looking up a report on uh black impact uh consumer categories where african americans move markets now this was done in um february of 2018 and it's reported and i'm, I'm going to get to my subject in just a second but it was reported that um african americans spend roughly uh roughly people an estimated 1.2 trillion dollars annually this is by black people alone okay not the rest of the country just the black community 1.2 trillion dollars annually okay 1.2 trillion dollars annually that is the estimated amount that african americans spend in the united states from tvs to uh furniture to cars to clothing to jewelry uh whatever the case may be uh so we spend a lot of money in this economy and but for some reason when it comes and i love my people but we have some issues you know we will spend the most in this economy this in this country but we invest the least we will make someone else rich but we won't invest into our own i said in a previous podcast if you know of a black establishment in your area i encourage you to go to that establishment whether it be a hardware store whether it be a uh, food store whatever the case may be 
and go into that store and just invest $1 into that business. Just $1. Why do I say $1? Because, of course, you know, most of us will blow $1 in a can of soda or what have you. And $1 is nothing for the most part to us. But think about it. If you were to go into that store every day and invest $1, seven days in a week, seven days a week, you spent $7 in one week in this store. And I don't know what it is, or $2, $3, whatever the case may be. And if everyone did that, think about $7 multiplied times 10. 10 black people going to a black establishment. That's $70 that they've made that day. Now, you multiply that times 12, and you see how much uh, uh, how much money that was made that uh, for that company in that short amount of time. You know, uh, 70, uh, seven, or seven people. Spend ten dollars, so that's seventy people, seventy dollars, right, for that day. Now you multiply that times seven days a week. That's four hundred and ninety dollars that this this business extra uh, this business has made in extra revenue because people went just to spend ten dollars or so, whatever the case may be. Now you multiply that times four, which is four weeks a month. You're looking at roughly two thousand uh, dollars per month times 12 you're looking at an extra additional twenty three thousand dollars almost twenty four thousand dollars that business could make in a year by by people coming to spend just um uh two dollars three dollars five dollars whatever the case may be and i want to say this because black people our black dollars matter it's understand something we live in a world we live in a country where we're dealing with, still dealing with the some of the same, if not the worst, same uh, racism uh, and bigotry and hate that Dr. King dealt with, Rosa Parks, um, um, Mecca Evers, uh, and and other people before us. And here we have this knucklehead in the White House uh, causing division, uh, who is racist, who is a liar, and. Uh, these companies that are discriminating against us, but uh, will not go, uh, will not, uh, will don't want us in their establishment, but they're willing to take our money from us in some way, shape, or form. I did a, uh, I did a special on Black um, Wall Street uh, back in the back in the early 1900s, I think the 1950s, if I'm correct. And I just want now, granted, people, you can spend your money however you want. Okay, I'm not uh, going to tell you how you spend your money, and I'm not saying in this case Popeyes did anything wrong. I'm not saying that in the least. Okay, what I'm saying is we can do better as far as where we spend our dollars, people, in this country. Remember, we are the consumer; we hold the power. If we don't like the establishment, all we have to do is not give them our money, not invest in their product, not invest in their company. And while I'm on this, um, I'm going to pull up some information. Now, as you all know, I am not a Donald Trump supporter, never had, never will be. But um, a lot of these companies, and I just, and I'm going to get to this as well, a lot of these companies, I just found out. Uh, there are a few companies, if you are not aware, there are a few companies that are supporting the Trump campaign. And because of this, um, I do not go there if I ever went. I do not go there any, anymore. And I'm going to give you a list of a few of them. Um, a company called Bang. I'm not sure what that is. I do not. I have not seen that in my area. Uh, a restaurant called In-N-Out. Taco Bell. 
McDonald's, Wendy's, KFC, Pizza Hut, Olive Garden, Waffle House, IHOP, Carl's Jr., and one that really struck me by surprise, maybe it should not have, but it did, Chick-fil-A. So these companies, uh, because they're supporting the Donald Trump campaign, re-election campaign, I choose not to eat there anymore. Now, I stopped eating McDonald's a long time ago, long before this uh, what, this list came out that I told you. But I stopped eating KFC because they're just so expensive. They're not family-friendly as far as pricing. Um, but these other places, Olive Garden, Waffle House, IHOP, uh, Chick-fil-A, where I frequent a lot of times, I choose not to support them because I don't want my dollar going to something or to someone whose uh, a cause I do not support or their ideals I do not believe in. Now, many of you black po- black people will say, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to still eat uh, Chick-fil-A. And you know what? You are totally entitled to. You are totally entitled to. But I'm just reminded of this one saying, if a man doesn't stand for something, he will fall for anything now i recently i uh, had a uh, exchange with one of my co-workers um and we was talking about the popeye's chick-fil-a war i call it the chicken wars and i told one one of my co-workers i want to try one of those chicken sandwiches just to see what the hype is about and the co-worker said no we're chick-fil-a we have to stay loyal i said well you know i don't eat chick-fil-a anymore she said why I said, well, because they're they're supporting the Trump campaign, so I don't eat them anymore. So another co-worker chimed in, who is not black, and said, made a comment along the lines, well, in that case, you might well boycott everything because they're always doing something. I said, well, I said, I'll put it like this. I said, if I know a company to support something that I don't believe in, uh, ideology, uh, 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 theology, or things like that, morality, I choose not to support them because that's how I feel. I don't you know. I've never bought Gucci, but when that incident came out last year, I definitely didn't go support uh, Gucci. And, you know, I've told people, Hey, you know, well, you might as well boycott this and boycott that because this is this and there. If I don't know about the company, then I can't say anything about it. But since I have this knowledge of these restaurants, these companies supporting the Trump campaign, I have uh, a right to not support them by not giving them up because I don't want any more of my black dollars to support Donald Trump in his campaign for re-election because I don't agree with anything Donald Trump has said. I don't agree with anything Donald Trump does. And I do not want my money to help him in any way, shape, or form re, uh, re uh, get re-elected. It's very simple, but some people think oh, you're going overboard. Next thing you know, you're going to be boycotting everything. Now, as far as me, I have no problem boycotting. I have a Taco Bell in my area, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Wendy's, KFC, Pizza Hut, Olive Garden, Waffle House, and IHOP. I have no problem boycotting these uh, companies. And well, people say, well, what are you going to do then? Well, it's very, very simple. I'm going to find alternatives to... Um, these companies okay there are plenty of uh, uh, black owned companies that serve food when the gucci incident came out i i posted on my facebook page a list of black owned fashion companies that you can support as an alternative but because of chick-fil-a's name and their and their sandwiches many people white and black will continue to support them and i have nothing against chick-fil-a the company uh personally uh, i i'm very thankful their christian values the christian views to where they're closed on every sunday to give their employees an opportunity to go to church even if they, they do not and because i do feel they've been blessed mightily but 
if their dollars are going to a man who has spewed hate and racial division, whose lifestyle is nowhere near conducive of the lifestyle that God requires us to live here on earth, whose actions and words are nowhere near Christ-like, but in fact the opposite, then I don't want my dollars going to something I don't agree with. Case in point, I'm going to give you an example. Um, I do not smoke. Um, I do not drink. And because I do not smoke and I do not drink, I will not support companies like Newport, Marlboro, uh, Anheuser-Busch, Amstel Light, uh, Bud Light, whatever those companies may be, because I don't agree with the product that they're selling. So therefore, since I do not smoke, I do not drink, I will not personally buy any cigarettes or any type of alcoholic beverage. And because I don't support these things, I will not give someone money money to buy those things because they're taking my dollar in an indirect way to purchase something that I do not agree with. Okay, that's the concept. That's how I look at it. But like I said, for everyone to each his own. But I want everyone to remember something. $1.2 trillion, black people, that we spend in this country. $1.2 trillion. What am I saying? That we're so busy spending money that we're making someone else rich and not investing into our own people. Okay, Black Wall Street, during the Black Wall Street era, we had uh, black people who, and understand this, they tried to go to the white establishments for food, for church, for education, for the whole not for entertainment. It was the white white people that refused them. So what did they do? They took their money, banded it together, and they had their own grocery store, their own movie theater, their own school, their own mom and pop's hardware stores, their own uh, grocery store, their own hardware store, their own shoe store, their own everything. Everything was black owned and the money stayed within the community. That's the key, people. That's the key. Killer Mike, rapper Killer Mike, uh, asked people to um, go to a black owned bank and i think established maybe an established a new bank had just one hundred dollars and in a matter of no time black owned bank in the atlanta area gained one million dollars in new accounts that's how simple it is people we as a consumer we hold the power we decide whether we want to invest in this company or not think about it you have a bad experience at a restaurant not only will you not go to that particular restaurant again but you won't go to any restaurant uh in that company you have one bad experience at a burger king chances are you won't go to any other burger king establishment based on that bad based on that experience you won't give them your money or your time okay i feel this is the exact same way so instead of making popeyes rich how about we go to the mom and pop barbecue shop invest in them how about we go to the mom and pop's hardware store the shoe store the jewelry store whatever the case may be and let's use our dollars to uplift ourselves there are so many other communities like the jewish community the hispanic community the chinese community who come here and they work together they stay within themselves they keep the money in house to where now they're in our neighborhood with the nail shops they're in our neighborhood with the uh, beauty supply stores. They're in our neighborhood with their uh, food service stores and companies. They're not, but we don't have those same opportunities. They're in our communities with their church. They're in our communities with their banks. They're in our communities with their retail stores or whatever the case may be. But where do you see anything that is black owned? And chances are there aren't any, if any at all, in our community in our community and then when we do have our black owned businesses i have a message to all the black owners make sure you know how to treat us 
us, uh, our own people. So many times I've gone to a black establishment, maybe a restaurant, food chain, like a Burger King or a Chick-fil-A. And I go to the white neighborhood. I'm treated with good service. And I go to the black neighborhood, same company. And it's a totally different experience. If you want black people to come to your black owned business, know how to treat them, not just them, but any and every customer. Okay. Because like I said, the consumer do and does have a choice. But we want to support and we should be supporting our own because at the end of the day, this society is still this system is still set up to where the black man, black woman can or I'll say won't can. It's designed to where they do not want you to succeed and this system will not finance our success or independence when it has been set up to destroy us, to tear us down, to get rid of us. Okay, so let's spend, let's make an effort to lift up our black owned businesses. Uh, I have uh, a black owned business. Uh, my wife and I have a black owned business. And once we get it launched, I'm hoping that people will support it because every little bit helps. And if we are so willing, if we can get past, if we can stop being our own worst enemy people and invest in ourselves and not have the crab in the barrel mentality, there is no a limit to what we can do and where we can go and there it is people that's going to do it for today's episode i want to thank everyone for uh tuning in thank you for all your support thank you for just uh being there for your boy big norm and the podcast thank you for uh all your many uh prayers and uh I just want to say just thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been doing this for a little bit over a year now, and I love each and every minute of it. Um, so you all uh, continue to support every the Everyday Norm podcast. Please continue to tell a friend about the podcast. Um, please drop a comment. Tell me what you think about this episode and previous episodes. Uh, tell me what you want to hear more of and what you want to hear less of, okay? There's only one topic I don't discuss and many of you all know what that is we won't talk about that but maybe on a future episode i'll probably tell you what that that topic is but um i thank each and every one of you for uh joining me today and i hope that you have the rest of the day a great day and be safe this holiday weekend coming up uh please have a good time enjoy yourself but be safe and be responsible okay this is the everyday norm show i am your host big norm aka norm dizzle aka chef boy norm i love you all with the love of jesus i will leave you with these words let's look upward and not downward let's go forward and not backwards always lend a helping hand in jesus name amen god bless you and i will see you when i see you